0: Welcome to the Queen's Chat with the Queen of Transformation, delivering the most authentic conversations that will ignite the power within. We will be covering topics addressing faith, business, family, and everyday life. So if you're ready to make your next move your best move, grab a seat, sit back, and let's dive in. Hey, Queens. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. Happy Friday. Happy weekend to everyone that's listening. Y'all, this is going to be a story time. Okay. As you can see from the title of today's podcast, we're talking about facing your giants, right? So often we have giants in our lives. And those are the things that we truly don't want to face. The things that seem so overpowering, so overwhelming, that the things that's going to take us out, right? And so I wanted to address this today because I was thinking about a childhood um, memory. I had a childhood memory earlier this week, and I really wanted to share this story with you guys. And just let you know that even in the midst of your giants, when you have to face your giants, you can't be fearful. You can't be fearful. So let's start the story, y'all. I'm about to tell y'all my age, right? So I was a little girl living in Baltimore City, um, playing outside with a group of friends or what have you, or so-called friends. You know, everybody your friend when you were a kid. This was the early 80s, oh my God early 80s y'all playing outside and mind you I was the only child this is when my mother was alive her boyfriend and everything and we lived on the corner house of this particular block in Baltimore City and so the block that I lived on it was like this playground like five doors down from my apartment And so everybody came to my block because the playground was there. And so that's how I was able to play with, you know, kids in the neighborhood. Because actually on my block, I actually lived in a cool neighborhood back in the 80s. We had elderly people there. Back then, you know, you playing outside, you do something wrong, your neighbor going to... Tell you to calm down and get in line, and I'm gonna tell your mama, you know, that kind of back in the day. Okay, so we had a cool block, everybody looked out for everybody, right? And so it was summer, hot outside. You know, I had my little tank top on and my belly showing because I was the chub- the chubbiest, cutest little girl you could ever think or imagine of. I had ponytails, well, plaits in my hair. At that time, I had three plaits in my hair. They were going every which way. I was just the cutest little thing. So, girl, let me tell you, <laughs> it was um this friend of mine never young I think they might have been older than me but they tolerated me because I was on the block with the playground so they would come around see if I come if I could come outside and play what have you but this particular day my friend and her name was Lulu okay girl Lulu was much taller than me Much smarter than me that I thought of. That was somebody I looked up to, right? And so she came around, knocked on my door with a group of girls. And I was like, oh, hey, I'm coming outside, whatever. And so I get outside, and these girls were her cousins. They were spending the night or the week over her house. And so. Mind you, Lulu and I never had a falling out. We always was cool. We played together. I went over her house. She came over my house. Her mom and aunties, they loved me. You know, they watched out for me, what have you. Child, let me tell you. I don't know how this argument began, but the cousins that were visiting, they instigated lulu and i to fight now mind you i wasn't a fighter i was a lover (laughs) i was that quiet little girl i was that quiet little girl Afraid of everything, went along with everybody, did what everybody told me to do. I was the innocent little girl who was really hiding in the shadows of her pain because no one knew at this time that I was living in a house that back then we used to, they used to call it a gallery, a shooting gallery. And what that is, is where people would come to shoot up heroin right? My mother was on drugs, her boyfriend was doing drugs, people were always in and out my house, doing drugs, having sex, all kind of crazy things in my household. And on top of all of that, I was being molested in in the process of all this happening. So going outside and Connecting with other kids was my outlet, of course. What out you know what kid didn't want to go outside in the 80s and play outside until the lights the street lights came on, right? And so that was my outlet away from the adult life that I would have to witness every single day until my mother passed away, right? And so I don't know how this went on, but girl, hold on while we take this break. queens hey have you heard of the queen's tribe community you can find it at www.adoseofpower.com and on the website you will find everything from books courses one-on-one coaching and also the queen's tribe monthly membership the monthly membership includes a private facebook group where you will have access not only to me but to other women who are seeking to find their purpose how to love themselves better, and just need some encouragement and empowerment. It's a place where you can take your shoes off, get comfortable, and enjoy your journey. Make sure you check out www.adoesofpower.com and sign up today. Okay, we're back. So, girl, let me tell you. (laughs) I don't know how... We got to this point of Lulu kind of acting kind of snooty towards me, um, belittling me, talking down about me, um, calling me white, calling me ugly, calling me Miss Piggy, calling me fat, saying that I was dirty. You know, and I just took it. I just took it. Because in all actuality, Lulu was my giant, right? She was taller than me anyway, but she was that person I looked up to, but also a little afraid of. She was that obstacle that I never thought I would have to face, but if I, in the back of my mind, if I did have to face her, I knew I would lose. I believed that I would lose. And so with them. Cracking on me and teasing me and talking about me, you know, the cousins it had to be at least four or five of them. They start instigating and you know egging it on and asking me, "Ooh, you are you are you scared? You scared? You crazy? You want to let her talk to you like that?" Mind you, I believe I could only have been seven or maybe eight at the oldest. So this went on and on. To the point where. We were face to face. And we had this circle. Of girls around us. And. They egging her on. And me. To fight. And so finally she pushed me. And I staggered. Didn't quite fall. But I did stagger. And I got up enough nerve. To push her back. And before you know it. We were tussling and rolling on the ground. Mind you, I wasn't confrontational. I didn't know how to fight. I probably had my eyes closed majority of the time. Trying not to see the punches of my friend hitting me, scratching me, and beating me up. I don't know how I got away. But I got away <laughs> and I ran off that playground to the house. And so as I ran in the house with scrapes and red face and tears coming down my eyes, I looked down at my right arm and I noticed I was bleeding. So the sight of blood, my own blood at that, I cried even harder. And I rushed into the house and tell who I thought was my, well, who I called my dad, my mom's boyfriend at the time what happened and he proceeded to do whatever he was doing in the kitchen not really looking down at me but he just continued to do what he was doing as if I was just there like he was ignoring me kind of and so he cleaned up my scars my scratches he bandaged up my arm there was a small little cut Probably from the grass on the concrete, or what have you, and he looked me in my eyes and wiped my tears and told me, "You better go back out there and fight that girl. You never allow anyone to run you off. I don't care how big or how how smarter or taller." Or how much you are afraid of them to ever run you off. In other words, he told me to face my giant. (laughs) I was so afraid. And I I remember crying and saying, no, I can't, I can't. He said, either you going to fight her or you going to get a beating. So what was worse? (laughs) Me getting a beating, a spanking, being punished. Or me just going out there and just giving it my all and facing this giant. So I did just that. I went outside, bandaged out my little arm. And you know, the cousins and everybody else was egging and laughing and teasing. And dang, look at you. Oh my God. She effed you up. You know, they was cos We was cussing back then. <laughs> and so I went directly to her. And you know, she in my face. What you gonna do? That's why you ran home and told your father, you know. I said nothing. I just started swinging. <laughs> Still afraid, still nervous, still scared, still with my eyes closed. But I swung, and I wasn't afraid. After a while, I wasn't even fearful. It was more anger, disappointed because my friend, when nobody's around, you you're nice to me. When your cousins are here, you you're my best friend. Mad at myself for crying, mad at myself for running. And all those frustrations came out to the point I remember the cousins pulling us apart. And then she went home crying. I don't even remember seeing her again. I think our parents talked or what have you, but I don't think she ever came back around to that playground. Sometimes you got to face your giants. Even when you've been cut up and bruised. Even when you're fearful. Even when you don't think you're going to win. You still got to try. Because if you don't. Just like I was going to get a spanking. That, that gnawing feeling of you not trying and you giving up will haunt you. So after that fight, I had a couple of other little fights here and there, but I never ran from them. I always came. Either I got beat up or teased or talked about. It subsided. We became friends again, you know? But that was childhood. But even in your adulthood, we got to look at life situations differently. We got to look at those giants that we face a little differently. And never look at it as a loss. Yeah, I had scrapes. I had bruises. I even had a cut. But I couldn't watch myself losing. I didn't see myself losing. I learned a big lesson. I learned that I will always face my giants. I will never allow something bigger than me take me out. I will do my very best to become the warrior that I truly can be. And learn from every lesson. So Queens. I hope this was fun. If you like these story times. Let me know in the comments. Let me know. I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email at simplycorinthia.com simplycorinthia at gmail.com You can put uh, comments here on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Follow me on Facebook. You can message me or on Instagram. Message me there. All my links are down below. But let me know if you enjoyed this story time. I know it's a little childish, what have you, but we learn so many lessons as children, right? So listen, face your giants today, this week. Face them, regardless of how afraid you are. Do it afraid, shaking and trembling because you don't want no regrets, all right? Listen, ladies, queens, and kings that might be listening, big shout out to the men that's listening. Yes, I appreciate you as well. Remember, I love you, but God definitely loves you more. I'm going to see all of us at the top because there's no more room at the bottom. Peace.